everyone. My name is Sean Beatty, and this is my podcast. It is 21 days of prayer and fasting in 2022, and this is day three. So let's get after it, and let's see what the Lord has for us today. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It might be evening. I don't know when it is. Sorry. Um, I'm assuming you're listening to this in the morning, but that's, that's stupid. Hey, today... We have a great guest, another one of my favorite people. I there are so many, um, so many great pastors out there, and um, I just have a deep love for a lot of my colleagues. But this guy is probably one of those guys that, uh, when I moved to the Central Valley, helped me get connected really quickly. He knows everyone. He's a leader in this community. He's the pastor of North Park Church. It's down the street from my church, actually. Um, it's an Assembly of God church, and um, he is just an awesome dude. Played played some golf with this guy. I've spent some time with this guy over the last ten years. His name is Bob Willis. So Bob is going to talk to us about prayer and um, you know ways he prays, how he connects with God, and kind of his thoughts on it. And really, between day one with uh, Pastor Eli and today, day three, with Bob, uh, these are the two guys that really uh, spearheaded this 21 days of prayer that um, started with a handful of churches, and now there's hundreds of churches doing it. And um, Clovis Hills, the church I pastor, that's just one of many now doing it, and I am uh, really excited to have him on. You'll see, he's a fun guy, he's a just just a great spirit. He's been pastoring for a long time. It's Bob Willis. So go ahead and give him a listen. Hey, I'm here with Bob Willis. How you doing, Bob? Good, Sean. How are you today? Good, good, good. Uh, you know, um, as this airs, you'll be on sabbatical. I will be. I wonder if you'll even be around to hear this thing. Uh, it, it depends on what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is true. That is true. Um, man, thank you for being on. And um, I got I got to tell everyone listening right now. You know, you're you're the reason our church does 21 days of prayer and fasting. Uh, you just every year would just gently encourage, like, hey, you should try this. Our church does it. You know, a lot of churches are doing it, and um, it has been just a huge blessing to add into the kind of the church calendar, the life of our church. So thank you. Well, it's good. It's been amazing to us to see what's happened. I mean, we started at our church starting the year with 21 days of prayer and fasting like 15 years ago. And then I asked guys in our Northeast pastors cluster, if they'd like to join us and encourage them. And, and for the last five or six years, it's been a citywide thing. So it's really, uh, it's really kind of amazing. How many churches in uh, the in Fresno Clovis participate? Do you think approximately? I think there's been upwards to ninety the last last few years. That's really cool. That is something special. So, well, hey, um, what what I wanted to talk to you about today in today's today's episode is I'm just kind of asking pastors, like you know. What's what's their advice? Like, what what do you do when you pray right now? What what's your advice for people that are learning to pray? Well, I think first of all, it's important that we identify who's our ally and who's our enemy. 
I mean, Paul says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, he says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Mm. You have to realize that people aren't our enemy. Politics aren't our enemy. Culture's not our enemy. But our enemy is Satan. And the thing he wants us to do is to point our uh, our animosity and our 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 hate, our anger toward one another. And when we do that, we let him win. Mm. So it's so important we realize who our who our enemy is first. Gotcha. So know know your enemy because uh, he wants you to not pray. Yeah, he knows the most dangerous thing you could do spiritually is to learn to develop that that muscle of prayer in your life. So he's going to distract you and do all kinds of, yeah. right? In your own life and with others as well. It's important we learn to pray. I mean, we are a part of the body of Christ and it's uh, it, it's so important that we function that way, that we live life together, that we pray together, that we do this spiritual warfare together. No, that's good. That's good. So, so when you pray, like, do, do you have like a, a, a certain method you use or you're using right now? I know I've mixed it up over the years. I do it differently. When one way gets stale, I move on to another way. Like what, what what's something that you've kind of used in your life that's been helpful to, to help you pray, to help you focus, to help you kind of connect with God? You know, I'm that way too, as I try to change things up. And by nature, I'm not a journaler. I mean, some people love to journal, but during the 21 days of prayer and fasting, I typically do journal. Okay. So I'm writing prayers out and I'm writing things down. And that way I'm a little bit more systematic in what I'm doing. Um, so uh, so I journal during this time. Um, I've just found that, I mean, prayer is just talking to God. I think we make it too hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we think we need to go through a formula or a ritual or a liturgy, but we don't, it's just talking to God. And I think one of the best ways to practice that is, is I'll, and typically during the 21 days, I'll, I'll turn my radio off and keep it off in the car and uh, just, just talk to God while I'm driving to and from work or wherever I'm going. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's really good. Just creating some kind of habit like that, where like, you know, you, you, it's something adding, adding prayer to something you do every day. Yeah. It's really yeah. helpful. And it's important to have, have that worship and praise element to your, to your, uh, your prayer as well, where you're acknowledging who God is and you're just thanking him for, for him, not for stuff, not for for his blessings in your life, but just thanking him and acknowledging him for being God and being our creator and being in charge of all things. No, that's really good. You know, one of the things um, I've, I think I, I might've got it from Dallas Willard or someone is, um, you know, I hate lines. I hate traffic. I hate things like that, but I've learned over the last few years that when I'm in line, like that's a perfect time to pray rather than sit impatient or, you know, trying to grab impulse buy items or whatever. I'll just start praying for all the people around me, all the people online. And um, it's it's really made uh, standing in line far more enjoyable as, en as enjoyable as standing in a line can be. Right. 
Yeah, I, you know, that's something I've learned to do over the years too, Sean, is when you're in line or just when you're driving down the street and you see somebody out jogging or riding a bike or whatever, <laughs> you know, just, just pray for them, you know, and uh, for their safety and that they get out of that ride or that run, whatever it is they need. So, no, yeah, good. it is important to just see people around us and pray for them. Okay, so Bob, I need I have a very serious question. Um which pastor in our town is the best golfer? Well, it's not this one. That's that's for sure. <laughs> it, it would have to be um Jim Maddox from Northeast Assembly of God. All right. All but right. he's but he's moved. By the time this airs, he will have left. So oh, we'll see. I don't, I don't know who number two, I don't know who number two would be. I ask you because I feel like you probably played with just about every guy in this city. And um it's and I say that as a compliment because you really are like a, a shepherd to the shepherds. We all kind of love you and look to you and just uh, appreciate your encouragement to all of us. I'm just hearing you're old and you've been around a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you know i was trying to be nice but whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well cool well bob um any, any any other words you would have for people listening right now that they're they're entering into they're doing prayer and fasting um what about fasting like what what's a good thing you've seen someone fast that's been really helpful well, I mean, I've known people and, and personally, I've gone on a, a liquid diet, fasted all solid foods, um, fasted, you know, meat, of course, sweets, things, things like that. And I, I believe that fasting, because biblically, it always includes fasting some kind of food. Mm -hmm. And I believe it should always do that. But that's easier for some people than others. But I think the most effective fast I've seen is when people... Uh, fasted like all media. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they didn't watch any television. They didn't get online at all. They kind of shut their computer off except what they had to do for work. And those people, I have seen God do some amazing things in, in their lives. In fact, one funny story is, is it was about, about uh probably about 10 months after prayer and fasting one year, a lady walks up to me. I'm in a crowd of people and she's got a baby in her hands. And she says, Bob, this baby is your fault. And I know everybody's looking. I'm saying, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you talking about? She says, well, we fasted TV and all media. And what else did we have to do? So <laughs> that is funny. Well, so, you know, hey, the, you know, God does things. The miracle of creation when you pray. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one thing that's really struck me this year, Sean, is we live in an angry, bitter, contentious world. Yeah. I mean, whether it's around politics or cultural issues or whatever it is. And I learned a couple decades ago, I learned a valuable lesson. There was a politician that I just, just really bothered me. They got under my skin. I found myself, I just walk around being bitter towards them. And God told me, said, start praying for them. Mm. And I started praying for this politician and their family, and my views didn't change. I still didn't agree with most everything they said and believed, but I developed a real compassion for that man and his family that still exists today. I learned the lesson that it's impossible to continue to hate someone if you're truly praying for them. Yeah, contempt is hard to hold on to if you're yeah. lifting them up to God. So that's good. Well, man, Bob, I... Thank you so much for coming on. 
and uh, really, really appreciate you and just just your um, leadership as the old man of this city. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Sonny. And, <laughs> and we'll have to go out and golf sometime pretty soon and, and prove to ourselves that I am not the best pastor. Uh, well, I'm not either. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, love you, Bob. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Sean. See you, buddy. All right. Well, that was Pastor Bob. And uh, I love that man. Just a great, great dude. Hey, I want to give you um, a few moments to just uh, actually pray while this thing is playing. And I just, I've got some like focus meditation vibey beat thing I'm playing here right now. And um, sometimes when I can't get my brain to slow down, I'll put something like this on and I'll just sit and be in God's presence. So, um, you know, I might read a Psalm. I might pray over one or two of the lines of the Psalm. I'll read the Psalm like Psalm one says, blessed is a man who's not walk in the counsel of the wicked. And then I'll pray about that. I'll be a Lord. Thank you for protecting me from the wicked. Lord, help me to have wisdom to discern when some, something is wicked or when someone is, Lord, that I could run from it and I would just run to you, Lord. I would be like a tree planted by streams of water. And I'll just, I'll pray that way. Um, another way I like to pray is I will write down my prayers and I'll use an acronym ACTS, A-C-T-S, adoration. And I'll write down several things that I just uh, love about God or I appreciate about God that I want to praise him for and then confession I'll confess my sin to God and then T Thanksgiving I'll write down some things I feel blessed by God for my family my my wife my my job my health whatever it is something that happened that week and then supplication A-C-T-S supplication that's a fancy word for asking and I'll, I'll present my requests to God, some things I, I, I'm, I'm hoping for, looking for, I need his help with, things like that. So I'm going to let this play for a few minutes so you can just uh, take some time to steady your mind. And maybe you can move into that uh, form of ACTS prayer, A-C-T-S, and um, see how that works for you. Thank you. 